ADHD Entrepreneur Podcast. Join me, your host, Lawrence Pratt, on a wild ride into the world of online business. I've traded a comfortable day job for a 12-month challenge of trying to create financial freedom and passive income from print-on-demand, self-publishing, affiliate marketing, online courses, and consulting, whilst at the same time learning how to cope with a new diagnosis of ADHD. Each week, I will be exploring the highs and lows amidst a sea of distractions and unfinished business, as well as talking to and gaining insights from other ADHD entrepreneurs. So please subscribe to the ADHD Entrepreneur wherever you listen to or watch your podcasts. Now enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back for another episode. I have been a bit of a naughty boy. I haven't recorded an episode for a few weeks and I want to get into a little bit of why that might be. I think for the first week I had a genuine excuse for not recording an episode because either side of the weekend I had the kids for an extra day and was doing homeschooling with them. So I had a genuine excuse not to record on the usual day that I record on Friday. But I must say, I think that was a bit of a get out, a simple, easy excuse to not record it because by that point I was beginning to feel a little bit frustrated that I hadn't made a sale on Etsy yet. And so I think that, and, and that has remained the case for the, for the following week. And I think I perhaps fell into the trap of wanting this podcast to be, you know, always, you know, moving forward, showing progress, etc. Whereas I think I've really lost sight of the fact that at the beginning I said, you know, this is going to be a warts and all, um, and, you know, you know, bearing all really about the ups and downs of trying to start some online businesses. And I think I probably have failed a little bit in doing that because at the first sign of sort of frustration of not making any sales, by the time I thought I would have done on Etsy. I started to go a little bit quiet. So I promise not to do that again. <laughs> Feels like I'm being told off. But yeah, so I, I think that's it's an important thing to address. What I have found to date by doing the podcast was there was an accountability there that kept me moving forward. I was compelled to sort of get things done and perhaps publish things that were sort of done but not perfect as opposed to, you know, procrastinating on things. So the podcast has been serving that purpose of accountability quite well so far. But yes, I, I think I noticed that, you know, probably a bit of a crisis of confidence and then I, then I did go quiet and, and I, I want to remember that as a lesson going forward is to always feel comfortable, um, sharing when it's not necessarily going as planned. So, I mean, I can go into a few reasons as to why I don't think I've made any sales on Etsy as yet. So 
to go into detail, I, I originally set up a store on Etsy in 2018 and I uploaded some designs that I did. And then, you know, I didn't really invest much time in it. And, you know, that was one of my projects that fell by the wayside in the past. But it, the Etsy store remained open. The listings expired and it just sat there since 2018. So when I came back to doing this in December, I just can, continued using that store. But what I think really when, when, the, when you have a store that has no sales, but it's been there since 2018, that probably raises some questions as to, you know, trustworthiness when, if you, if you have no sales and no reviews, then, you know, people are wanting to question, you know, whether you're a legitimate store or not. So I think that might have been a big factor in that. Also, there was the issue of where to locate and where the store is located digitally online. I did think that, you know, to, I should be focusing on as this is a, you know, I want it to be somewhat of a hobby, but at the same time, it needs to, it needs to make some money. It makes more sense to, to get started by appealing to the American Etsy market. And I'm not entirely sure about how having a store in the UK located in the UK affects that. So this time I have decided to reopen or not reopen, but I've opened a store, a new store and based it in the U S. Um, I mean, I know what you're probably thinking, <laughs> Hey, what if your designs are just crap? I have considered this as being a possibility and in all truth, you know, if I am honest, the designs that I did previously, you know, when, when I revisited the store in December, I just threw up the old designs that I did that weren't really designed for anybody in mind. So there was no niche. There was no particular customer with any particular needs in mind. So I threw those designs back up just to, to make sure that the shop was functioning. And also I threw up some AI experiments that I had done. And so when it comes to, you know, could the designs be better? Yes, I think they could be a lot better. So I'm willing to accept that the designs haven't been great so far. And I, and I think that's another issue that I've run into in terms of trying to find a balance between something that, you know, I don't like necessarily using the word passive income, but this has to be a, a useful, you know, a smart use of my time. So I do, I am aware of my expectations coming into this. You know, I, I've probably thought it'd be easier than what it has been so far that I could put up some designs and they would start selling. But now it seems that, you know, I might have to put a bit more effort into the designs that I'm creating. And I think that one of the reasons why I struggled last week, um, 
with doing a new set of designs is because I felt a bit more exposed because having a design background, this should be something that I should be able to do successfully. And I think that because I, you know, it hasn't worked so far, I felt maybe a little bit exposed by putting a bit more effort into it. You know, the chances of it, you know, getting that sort of rejection of it not working was sort of maybe a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. So it has this last week and I have been doing some new designs, but I haven't published them yet. Now that I have opened up a new Etsy store, I will publish those there. And those designs, I have been actually doing some um, researches into specific niches that I'm interested in and that have I've done some product research on a tool called E-Rank. Um, and yeah, that should be a lot better. Fingers crossed it should be a lot better. I think if, if I can't get this new Etsy store to work within this month, month of February, I will probably, I might consider knocking this project on the head. Um, so something else I've learned with regards to the print on demand is that the keywords research is not the most fun part of the process, but obviously it is a, it is a key part of success and editing the product listings is also not exciting. I don't think it's exciting for anybody in particular, but I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy it. So I think, um, I may look towards using something like Fiverr or Upwork to get somebody to optimize the new listings and see if that, well, that would free up my time to start doing some other things or doing more productive things, things that I'm better at. So yeah, I'm remaining positive about print on demand, but I am also sort of aware of how much longer I may want to pursue this because there are a number of things that I would like to get onto, for example, with regards to affiliate marketing, I subscribe to a lot of different tools. I have, you know, I've maintained subscriptions on tools that I use for web design and all manner of things, you know, digital ads, all sorts of stuff, video editing software. And I want to get around to doing some demonstration videos for those because I'm paying for those and it would be quite useful if I could maybe get some affiliate revenue from those. Another thing is, which I haven't really mentioned on here, but during lockdown, I, I started a personal trainer certification and I need to finish that because that would open up some opportunities to allow me to generate some income as well. Another thing that struck me is that I think, you know, a lot of people with ADHD from what I have learned 
they become obsessive learners or researchers and online courses can be yeah a place where people spend a lot of money and spend a lot of time maybe to sometimes to the detriment of actually starting anything or doing anything i am certainly in that camp and i think if you were to i was to show you how many different courses i've purchased over the years on Udemy, I think that's how people say it, Udemy or Udemy. I have all sorts of different online courses in there. I, it would be interesting to see how many of those I've completed. An old place I used to use, I used to use before LinkedIn Learning, I used to use lynda.com as it was. But then it became LinkedIn Learning. I used to, there's loads of courses I did on there. There's probably a few other places as well. It was a Spanish one. I, I just kind of would actually do courses, not learning Spanish, but I would do, do sort of creative courses that were subtitled from Spanish. Yeah, I'm a real sucker for purchasing online courses. I think that would probably be a very interesting topic to, to see other people's online course uh, graveyards. Um, so, yeah, so the last few weeks I have been procrastinating a little bit. So I, I, I went into a bit of research mode as to figure out, you know, how I could generate some sales, what possibly, what things were possibly not working for me. So I sort of buried my hand in the sand a little bit on that. I did struggle to start doing some new designs because I felt so maybe with that would be imposter syndrome, I don't know. But it's just a sort of doubting myself a little bit. Um, uh, but it did have a positive effect on some DIY. I did, I did bought a new sofa that I needed for my kitchen, or place for a sofa, but I did. And, and a little coffee table in there so that I can see outside into the garden. That was nice. But then I decided to tackle some rising damp. So I have now started chipping off some plaster off the wall, which now is a half done job. It's very interesting. I, I, I do feel that the only reason that I started tackling that was procrastinating on the print on demand stuff. And it's interesting because I did a DIY job for my girlfriend in the same period time. I went and sort of sanded down a door for her that wasn't closing. It was a back door. And the difference between my appetite to complete a job is completely different when it is for somebody else. When I've promised to do it for somebody else, it is completely different to when I've promised to do it for myself. I feel like I would give up a lot sooner when it's a job that I'm doing for myself as opposed to when it's somebody else, because I, I wouldn't say I bodged up the sanding down of the door, but there was a point in the process where the door wouldn't open. I had sanded it and put the, the, the locking mechanism back on in such a way that once it closed, it didn't open again. And my girlfriend was I would say a little bit frustrated at the point where I was constantly trying to pull, pull the handle and open it. And she was suggesting that 
maybe we leave it and we get some somebody who is what they're doing to do it. And I insisted that I do know what I'm doing. And I've just, I figured out what I need to do. It's just that it won't open at the moment. So anyway, I persevered and I've got it in the end. But had that been my own door and like where I am with my uh, rising damp issue, I've stopped halfway through because it's too much things to think about and too many things to F up. So that is a half done job. And why, what's the point of me telling you that story? I think that somewhere in there is, is me wondering what my resilience is to some of these projects, particularly this, this print on demand, you know, I think the fact that I am doing this podcast and essentially sort of making myself accountable to whoever cares to listen. It feels like there is, I have to persevere and, and do it and succeed. I think if I was doing this slightly more in private, I probably would have given up on it. I don't know. I don't want, I, I consider myself to be quite resilient, but you know, my track record for completing projects through to success has, is, you know, personal projects, I might add. I, Obviously, client-based projects are totally different. I always complete those. It's interesting to observe myself completing projects for myself. And this has been interesting to see um, my resilience to completing these projects now. Anyway, I feel like I'm waffling on that a little bit. I did make some notes here, but I haven't looked at them once since I've started this. So what else? It's been, I've been on the whole though, I must admit I've been feeling really good and actually quite productive. I sort of did dry January. I didn't do it, you know, in, in a public way. In fact, I mean, there was, I mean, when I went up to watch Liverpool match in Anfield, I did have a drink because I saw someone I hadn't seen for over 15 years, I think. So I did have a drink, a one drink, and then my brother came to visit while well, he was working in London this week. So I had a beer with him, but other than that, generally I have, yeah, not drank during January and I felt really, really good and really, really productive. And I think that I, I'm going to sort of continue with that for the foreseeable future. I mean, I did, I mentioned, I went for a drink with my brother this week and I felt terrible after that. I think, um, my body has got a little bit used to not drinking. So I think I am going to keep that up because it, I feel that it's, you know, the work is going to benefit a lot more. So, yeah, I mean, I, th I think in terms of, you know, dopamine, probably I feel hangovers a lot more. Oh, plus also getting old, but anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. I should probably focus on 
wrapping this episode up and editing it really yeah so it's been it's been a tough couple of weeks i suppose but also positive and yeah i'm keeping keeping going yeah i've run out of steam now so anyway i will see you again next week and if you don't then shout at me (laughs) okay ta-ra